I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend Scotty Ray along with my co-host Terry. Now you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Along about Sunday night, Terry called me and said she'd be over Tuesday to record another podcast with us. Well, Monday afternoon, I was thinking, what are we going to talk about? Well, I drug my old 81 Chevrolet, the ugliest truck known to mankind, and I'm telling you, it's very ugly. It's really ugly. But it needed a valve cover gasket and a heater core. So I'm laying in the floorboard trying to get this thing out, and I've got my speakers going in my shop, and I hear the Bellamy Brothers in the background. I'd lie to you for your love. I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, and I own this bar. I thought, huh, that's a pretty good old song. And well, the next song played, it was Janie Freaky. And it was called Tell Me a Lie. Great song. And what the song was about, she's wanting a man to lie to her, take her home, do whatever. She'll worry about that tomorrow. And it was like, ding dong, hello, we're supposed to talk about lying. Well, that's it. Get ready for this week's episode titled The Liar. Scotty, what do you think about my top? Well, you know, it's, it's it's nice. I mean, I just got this. What do you think? You like it? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You don't sound convincing. <laughs> what do you mean, Derek? You sound like you're lying. Me? Lie to you about your shirt? Now, why would I want to do a thing like that? You know, there are a lot of people out there that are really good at it. Go ahead and ask me how your hair looks, too. <laughs> Hey, I already know how my hair looks. It's not good. So I'm not even going to go there. But it makes me sound like, or it makes me think that you're not being on the up and up. So you're trying to say I'm telling a little white lie here is what you're trying to say. I think you're telling a big lie. Because I don't think you like my top, and I thought it looked good. Well, it's it's those, uh, what do you call it, that I don't care for. I'll be honest about the situation now that you brought it up. Those uh, Chevron things, I'm just not... You know, I don't like the Chevron look. You don't. You don't like that look. Uh, uh-uh, those little humps, yeah. the little W's. Well, I'm, I'm, not... I'm impressed that you know what the Chevron style or the Chevron look. I pay attention when I'm up in the beauty shops. What other women are saying? I hear you, but you know what? There are a ton of people out here that lie, and I mean, this is. I guess we all lie, don't we? To a degree, I think. But a lot of times, it's. It's 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 a it's a southern thing to lie to help somebody, and that's to that's that's to help somebody's feelings because you don't want to hurt their feelings and tell them they got an ugly baby. I mean, how many times <laughs> have you been? What do you think of my baby? And you think, boy, and maybe you remember the episode to Seinfeld, oh, yeah. the ugly baby. Oh yeah, I do remember that. And you just can't outright tell somebody they got the ugliest baby you've ever seen. Well, I think you're right. Sometimes we do tell white lies, as you call it, to protect the other person because we don't want to be hurtful. Correct. And, but there are other people out there, I will give them their due, that, now they may not come out and say that the baby is beautiful, but you could probably read between the lines that they don't think the baby is going to win any contest either. But you know, sometimes you're forced into this situation, Terry, and there's no way out. You either got to lie or hurt somebody's feelings. You know, when you're backed into that corner there, Well, that's like what the wife that comes up and has on a new outfit, kind of like me with the top, and says, what do you think about my outfit? Right. 
and, and you, you don't w- like it at all, but what do you respond? Well, you want to eat for the next two weeks. So you go, whoo, wee, you look good up in that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's called survival. So that's not a white lie. That's survival. There's that is difference. absolutely survival. But you know, there are a lot of people out there. Even there's a stat that says that on average, we tell 10 lies a day. That's kind of hard to believe. You ever thought about that in yourself, that you tell 10 lies a day? Well, I'd probably have to be telling it to myself because most days I'm by myself here in the studio. <laughs> but, but I mean, for the average person yeah. to be telling that. Well, think about that. You go to get a cup of coffee. Joe stops you there and goes, hey, look at me, your rod and reel. You didn't really care to see his rod and reel. You keep trotting on down the hall and somebody's bought a new gun. They want your opinion. of it. You're thinking, that's a cheap gun. You keep going on down the coffee machine so and then you, there's whoa, Betty. Whoa. But when it's a cheap gun, instead of you say what you're saying is instead of you saying, why did you buy that hunk of junk? You say, man, that is a cool looking gun. No, you go, well, that's real nice. Okay. You so know, you that's, that is the great Southern term. If y'all ever hear that, somebody lying to you. That's real nice. That, or bliss somebody, is hard. Yeah. Two things there indicated. But you can't because, you know, there's a lot of factors because they're tickled over it. They're just absolutely tickled over whatever it is they got. And they took the time to show you. And you cannot hurt someone's pride over that. So you're forced to lie. I know, but think about 10 lies a day. I know. The best I mean, it advice. Like to me, for somebody that's been in the studio by himself, you're a master. <laughs> the best thing to do is just stay home. And then you won't tell a lie. Don't answer the phone. But you've got to help others sometimes. And I call that, well, they're sometimes referred to as mercy flirts. You know what I mean? No, what's a mercy flirt? When you're going in somewhere and you're you're uh, somebody's waiting on you, you go, my, your hair looks good today, and it makes their day. You didn't really think that, but it made their day for you to tell them that. But it sounds like when you say that, there's an angle. There's there's something. There's some reason that you're throwing out that lie. Well, to make them smile, because um, it made them feel good. It makes the rest of their day better. You don't think that you're doing that because you want to get a sale. Well, uh, well, I was just thinking of like one day I was at a cashier and bless her heart. She, I was, uh, I was at Winn-Dixie and I was checking out and you could tell ain't nobody told her in 25 years that she looked good. And I complimented her on her hair and her whole demeanor changed after I told her that she was but, happy. But are you saying that that really was a lie? Her hair was not looking good. No, it was kind of messy. It, and I was thinking, I'm well, glad. So you're, you're saying that you're using lies to really. Bring the best out of people. Yeah, to make somebody feel good about themselves. That's that's the when I slip up and do them. That's what's behind it. Well, like it a, sounds like that that the motive in that case is with the best of intentions. It is, but at the end of the day, if you were to line you up in that police lineup and go, "Did you lie?" I guess you would be guilty. But it was as Randy Travis had that song out, "The Highway to Hell is Paid with Good Intentions." You meant good by it, but you still told a lie. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit different in that your intention was never, ever to hurt somebody. And actually, what you're saying is you did it to prevent hurting somebody. And you actually did right. it to make somebody feel good. It, it is true. Have you ever seen somebody that just looks so down oh, in the yeah, dumps yeah. and you and give you them just, that, that little... pick me up? You say something nice about them, but I don't know that that's necessarily considered a white lie. I guess you do kind of stretch the truth a little bit. And I guess it does. It could be perceived as a little white lie, especially if it's not really true. Like you said, the hair was a little bit messy, but you made a compliment and said that 
your hair sure looks good. And usually the next day they do that little extra to make it look a little bit better. So you've helped them along the way. Well, I think everybody deserves to feel good about themselves. And everybody deserves to feel like that somebody's paying them some attention. You never know what's going on in their life. But you do know there's a distinction between those type of lies and the people that are just so good at it. And me and you both know people that way that, oh, that have like a we PhD know, in it. Oh, we know the same people. Yes, we do. That are really good at it. And it's, it's really eerie because it is, I mean, I don't even know that they could go one day without telling something. And the difference is in what you described, and we just talked about the difference, but where they're coming from is it's all about their game. Yes, they're going or to get something out of it. it's about somebody else's demise. It's either to benefit them or to put down somebody else. It's like you take an example. of Maybe you work with someone. Someone will throw the old term, throw you under the bus and make you look bad to better themselves. Or if you're a threat to them at work, they're really going to work. Those type of people work hard behind the scenes at night coming up with lies and ways to make you look bad to make themselves look better. Does that make sense? Oh, I think it makes perfect sense. And I think... It makes you wonder if the reason that, and I don't know some of the motives behind why people lie other than some of the things that you surface, but I also wonder if the underlying factor is money, like you said, is it insecurity on their part? Because if you're trying to tell lies and put down somebody else or make yourself seem bigger and better than what you truly are, is it because deep down it's because you are the one that has the insecurities. See, I was just thinking they're lying no good dog all along. You made it sound prettier than me. Well, I mean, I think it may be a combination of both, or it may be different situations for different times. But but let I, me ask this, Terry. Okay. You've got people in that, too. And then there's that other person that lies just to be lying when there's no reason to lie. Do you, have you ever met that person? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, well, you know it, and you can pick up on it. It's like once you find out that you've been bamboozled that's a good word it's like and then you find out why they did that it's like the truth would have made more sense and it took more effort to come up with a lie than just to say you know what i'm just gonna come clean yeah here's what happened and i'm sorry and you know i I didn't do something or i did do something or whatever the the case may be but they want to come up with this elaborate scheme that's really, for the most part, is so unbelievable to begin with. It's like, why couldn't you just been upfront? I Told have more appreciation for people that will be upfront than I do somebody that goes to all these extremes. And really, it's almost like it's insulting. Like we can't pick up on it that they're, you know, that you're doing this to me. I yeah, see. And that we don't read between the lines. But there are some other people out there. Scotty, and we talked about this earlier, that are pretty darn good at it. Well, give me some examples. You know, say you're average Joe here, and you're thinking, I think somebody at work is lying to me or, or a good friend of mine. What are some of the signs that make you go, okay, this backs it up? Well, here it's good that you said that. It says, here are some of the signs. Here's number one. People who are lying tend to change their head position quickly. Oh, move your head around. Okay. I, I never noticed that. Hmm. So I guess you have to start looking for that if they tilt their head to the left or to the right or kind of look away or look down. Somebody will tell you a story and you pick up on the fact that you're like, I'm not so sure they're telling the truth. And they kind of look down. Yeah. Will not look you in the eye type Exactly. Thing. And so here's another one. Number two, their breathing may also change. Like it's heavier, that type thing? Well, I don't know. Or 
they could be, you know, taking short breaths or just whatever, but their pattern of breathing changes. And then number three says they tend to stand very still. When they lie, they stand still. Now, when I'm talking with someone, I use my hands a lot. Uh, I do too. For gestures. And I, can't I, I help use it. my hands all the I mean, We're using them right now in the studio. It's one where we're not knocking each other down. If I was handcuffed, it would be bad. I don't know if I could talk. I, I don't either. And number four, it said they may repeat words or phrases. Because they forget what they've already said. And well, I, I think the other thing is, is that when you're telling a lie, and I, I could see this, you're so bent on getting them to buy in to what you're saying that it's almost like you have to re-emphasize that point so you tend to say it over and over again so that you think that that person will finally pick up on what you're saying and I guess adopt it as the truth. Makes sense? Yeah, it does. You keep saying it over and over and over. So here's another one. It says, number five, they may provide too much information. Too many details. Yeah, almost like it's been rehearsed. Yeah, I can like, follow you know, that. They're going to walk you through this whole thing. Again, it's this one, this person that tells this elaborate tale and they go off and they, you know, they've told this and told that. And so I guess in the other words is somebody who's telling the truth may, be, may tend to answer just your questions. They're not going to tell any more. They're not going to tell any less. Just those little short answers. Yeah. And so number six, they may touch or cover their mouth. I got you. That is so wild. I never knew that. So here's some more. It says that they tend to instinctively cover vulnerable body parts. Like they may go for their neck, their chest, their head, or their abdomen. It says, I've often seen this in a courtroom when I worked as a consultant for attorneys. I can always tell when someone's testimony has hit a nerve with the defendant when I see his or her hand covering the front of his or her throat. Huh. That's interesting, isn't it? Now, let me ask this. Is there statistically, and you may not know the answer to this, and if there's not statistics on it, just your best judgment on it, are typically men or women better at lying? Who lies more? Is it men or women? Okay, well, you guess. Who do you think tells the bigger lie? I'm going to go ahead and say a woman is what I'm thinking there, because I've watched Dynasty in Dallas back in the day, and I, I think it'd be women. Do you just think women tend to lie more than women, than men do? Well, you know, like the package thing. We've talked about hiding Christmas presents. Or, oh, I've had that forever. That's what goes through my mind. But, oh, when they sneak in the house with yeah. the $500 and worth of gifts and they haven't bought them. That, oh, I had that long time ago. Yeah, that type, that's what goes through my head. Not dis, not bad lies, but, you know, little hidden things that they don't want their husband to know, maybe. And you don't think guys do that? Well, yeah, I guess I'd be lying here. They do do that, don't they? Okay, well, here's here's the answer. It says, gender interaction has little impact on the frequency of lying. However, men tend to state bigger lies than women. So, and I guess you could relate that to the fishing stories of how a man just cannot tell the truth about how big a fish was. Yeah, he really caught like a, a little size brim, you know, that's, I don't know, half a pound. And right. before you know it, it's a bass that's... What, ten pounds. Eight, yeah, eight or ten pounds. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting that it really makes no impact. But if you're going to tell it, men are going to tell the bigger tales. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I didn't see it that way. And I I bumped in... The meanest, though, I have to say that I've ever bumped into would, would have been a man. Flat out the worst I've ever... Uh, for self-gain. Now, I've, I've had women lie to me before. And I know that shocks you that, that uh, hey, I'll call you. And then they never do. <laughs> I got that. But, uh, but, uh, 
after you say that, yeah, a guy is the one that pops into mind the absolute worst I've ever bumped into. A compulsive liar, I think, is the word. Interesting. I'm glad you admitted that, Scotty. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> we are getting somewhere with you now. Uh, therapy. That's what it is. Uh, exactly. Okay, so now we're on number eight. They tend to shuffle their feet. Oh, while you're talking, you can't be still with your legs type yeah, thing? Yeah, it says, this is the body taken over. A shuffling feet tells you that the potential liar is uncomfortable and nervous. It also shows you that he or she wants to leave the situation. They want to walk away. So hmm. this is interesting. And you kind of see that when you start. I mean, these are all cool things that I'm going to start applying when I start asking <laughs> questions to kind of see if somebody's telling the truth or not. Well, you know, I saw this, and this really goes into your line of work. When you're interviewing somebody for a job, after they say that after you really listen to these and it, it comes to light that when you interview somebody, it changes the way you listen and watch somebody in an interview after you've gone through all these steps. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are cool things to kind of pick up on. It's just like when you are investigating a, a situation and you, there's two sides to every story. Somehow there may be where the truth lies in the middle. But then there are also times where somebody is flat out lying and there could be some serious repercussions if yeah. you don't pick up on the fact that what they're telling you is a flat out lie. These are some cool tips to remember. So it says number nine, it may become difficult for them to speak. If you ever watch the videotaped in interrogation of a suspect who is guilty, you will often observe that it becomes more and more difficult for her, I don't like that they jump to her, but it says it may become more difficult for her to speak. This occurs because the automatic nervous system decreases saliva flow during times of stress, which, of course, dries out the mucous membranes of the mouth. Other signs to watch out for include sudden lip biting or pursed lips. So again, if I'm talking to you, Scotty, and you all of a sudden can't get the words out, well, that's a sign. Number 10, they may stare at you without blinking. I would think that you would blink a lot if you were lying. So it's I, opposite. I would too. It says, when people lie, it's common that they break eye contact. Now, we already talked about yeah. that, where they'll look away. Mm -hmm. But the liar could go the extra mile to maintain eye contact in an attempt to control and manipulate you. That's like that stare down. And you know who I'm talking about, where it's more of the intimidation factor, where when I'm telling you something, I'm looking you straight in the eye, and it's almost like they're daring you to look away. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean by so that. So it's more of the fact that I'm going to convince you that what I'm telling you is the truth. All right, let me ask this question, because, and, and I think there's they almost like, they bound to offer classes on this stuff. I've never been subject to this before, but a lie detector test. I know that there are people in this world that can be hooked to a machine and fake the machine. I, I really do think they offer a class of how to hold your pulse, how to keep your heart rate. Because that's what that thing goes off of is your blood pressure and your heart rate if you're lying. Well, you know, they always tell you that if you've ever been. Have you ever been hooked to one? No. Me either. And I hope I never am. Me and you both. Because I think if I am, it's not a good situation. Have you ever taken an office pen home? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Put but in my pocket, walked yeah, out with exactly. it. Exactly. But people like that, that, you know, they always say that if you're ever arrested, never, ever take one. Because they're just, 
It's kind of like a breathalyzer test. Yeah, and plus it's just, I don't know, sometimes they're unreliable, but sometimes it's also you take it and you fail. It's it's hard to recover from that. See, when I think of them, I think of the Geraldo show or what's that other guy was. And coming back, we'll find out from the oh, lie yeah. detector test if he is the baby's daddy. Exactly. Okay, and this is number 11. It says, they tend to point a lot. When a liar becomes hostile, and this was one of the things that we found out in through people telling lies, is that at some point, they get real hostile because it's like that's their defense mechanism. It says, or defensive. He is, I love that, that, that now they're saying he. He is attempting to turn the tables on you. Mm. And again, we know these people that stare you down and that they, you hear their voice get louder and louder and get a little unruly. How dare you accuse me of something? And I think that's funny that those are signs that they are indeed telling a lie all right terry I've, I've i've picked up on a few things that you've you've given out here on how to uh, pick up on when people are lying but let me ask this another question all together okay what is the most common lie told what is out there that most people tell a lie on what is it well there's actually several would you like to know all of them tell me about it the first one is well everything is fine yeah, I, you know, I hate to admit it. I guess I've said that. You know, when you're feeling down and you don't really feel good, oh, I'm fine. And I guess we just don't want to get into it. It's not the person that we want to tell our secrets to or confess to or, you know, sometimes we, have you ever notice that we'll ask people and we really don't want to know all the details too. And I wonder if that tends to be why we just tell that lie It's just to move on. Well, And then there's always this Southern thing you have to do when you're passing somebody. How you doing? Well, sometimes they got snakes in their head and they'll tell you how they're doing. But I mean, you ever notice that sometimes we tell, we ask questions just to be polite, but we really don't have time to listen to the answer. And Correct. That's sad. And that's what I mean by that. Yeah. And so we just say, we're fine. In reality, we may not be. Number two is that you liked a gift that you really didn't like. Now think about how many times you've had to open or somebody's opened up something and they've told you later on that it was the worst darn gift, but they are caught in front of you and this, sometimes others, and they say, oh, this is wonderful. Because you can't, again, it goes back. And I think that's an, uh, uh, if we have to give a pass, that's when you got to give a pass because you can't hurt somebody's feelings. What, it just ain't nice. But wouldn't you just love to be there? I, mean, I wouldn't be the one that had to say this, but I would love to be there when somebody opened up a gift and they said, well, what, what do you think? Do you like it? I think this is the worst darn gift I have ever gotten. This is awful. But And we've also known somebody that would probably, you probably know somebody in your life that's so blunt that they would tell, I hate this. But on the other hand, if they were blunt and told the truth, I probably would want to crawl under a table. Yeah, in front of everybody. Exactly. It'd be embarrassing. So I guess it does serve a purpose. All right, number three is that you're too busy to do something. Oh, if somebody asks you to do something, yeah, I'll do it, but you really are too busy. And you... If somebody says, hey, do you think you'd have time to, well, I mean, I, I could, but man, oh, I'm you're so. you're the opposite end of this. Okay. Yeah, I really could, but man, I, I, I'll try, but I've got this and that and this and that that I'm doing and really in and reality. They ain't never going to do it. You just don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, we've all done that. But you have to make up, we feel like we have to make up a story to justify that in reality, I just don't want to do it. True. But you have to kind of smooth it out, you know, and smooth it over with that person. Give me another one. All right, number four, that you were late because you were stuck in traffic. That's pretty common. 
And you could almost get away with if one person pulled out in front of you, you wouldn't technically be lying. It did slow you down a little bit. Exactly. I always tell somebody if I'm going to be late if, or if I am late, I say, I had trouble getting to work. Well, I'm not really lying because I did. I had trouble getting my butt in the car to get to work. Okay. All right. So number five, saying you're on the way when you haven't left yet. Now, that sounds like the wife has called. Yeah. You're at the deer camp. You're supposed to be on your way home. And you say, I've left, but you haven't left yet. But guess what they can do? They can 360 your butt and find out you're still at the deer camp. Yeah. Them phones are dangerous nowadays. Exactly. All right. Number seven. Lying about why you were late to work. That's pretty common. I, I think a lot of people do And that. that's why sometimes I just appreciate people that will just own it that says, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I got up. I hem-hauled around. I should have been here 15 minutes ago. I just flat out didn't do it, and I'm late. Hmm. Okay. We I, tell, I can, I can admit that. But we want to come up with some elaborate thing. All right, number seven. This is a good one. When you're drunk, adamantly telling everyone that you're not drunk. I've seen that. You've seen it? I've seen people do that. Most times, when people tell you that they're not drunk, it's a clear indication by their mannerisms and how they're staggering and the words that are coming out of their mouth that you are drunk. It's good be. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. And that's a hard lie to buy. It is. All right, number eight. Saying you've already cleaned the house, even though you haven't. Like if your husband or wife says they're on their way home, and you hadn't even started yet. Yeah, me and Dylan Ray done it one time when Angie was gone. <laughs> we had to scramble to, to get it. That's when you are just flying around the house, throwing everything everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, 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 the house is clean because you've been promising them right. that you would have it clean and that you would have had it clean hours ago. And I don't know if you remember the, the episode of Andy Griffith. Oh, I saw it, that. Where they had it clean and then they had to mess the house up. Yeah, so because she, it, it, it hurt Aunt B's feelings. Right. Okay, number nine. Lying about your age. Oh, now I'm going to have to say women. No, wait a minute. Let me back up. Because these these old guys that hit on women in bars and stuff, they'll lie in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I I would say that women probably, to women, let's put it this way. Lying about your age is probably where guys lie to women and women are more prone to lie to women. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Like if I'm talking to another woman and she says, well, how old are you? I'm 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 43. Whereas a guy would probably tell a woman, you know, like I'm 32, because he wants to make himself look better. Same thing that a woman does to a woman. How many 29s can you have in a life? And, and, and isn't that where didn't we read something where guys try to impress women, and women try to impress women? We're That's more true. worried about impressing a woman than we are a guy. True. And and not for the wrong reason. I mean, it's just because we we can't. We're just so. What is the word? Other men don't care. Well, it's just that we're, I don't know, we're just, we're too worried about what other women think. I I get that. So, all right, and then number 10, and this is a doozy here, lying about how many people that you have slept with. Oh, the whoopee question. Yes, and I guess that's a very intimate question, and that's, you know, whereas men Again, we we'll tend lie, to really lie exaggerate, about so they will lie about the number. Women will decrease the number. Yeah, because because if a guy has had many, oh, he, many, he gets he's a trophy. Just a good old boy. He gets a trophy. Yeah. If a woman were to actually admit a number, if the number were high, well, then she would be seen unfavorably. I mean, that's See, just I had it a different in a, in word a in my head, but we'll go with that. One. Yeah, unfavorably. And so I think that's the the sad part of 
them having to tell a lie, but I get it. Yeah. But those are the common ones. I'm sure that our listeners could probably think of a lot better lies than what we came up with. And maybe some that they use themselves quite often. Probably like the fact that you're pretty good about lying about my top. <laughs> I love it, Terry. I love Hurts it. Hurts my feelings. Well, I hope you picked up on a few things about lying this week from us. As bad as I hate to say it, there's almost a good lie and a bad lie. The good lie is when you ask about the dress. And you got to answer it. You fellas know what I'm talking about. And if you're honest with yourself, a lady listening, you really don't want to hear that the dress doesn't look that good. So maybe if we both agree that we didn't want to know the truth, maybe it wasn't a lie. Oh, I'm joking. It's still a lie no matter how you slice it. But the important thing to remember is it was no harm done. Just be careful of those that are out to harm you with a lie. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret. So join us back next week for another great story from Secrets from the South. On behalf of Terry and I, God bless, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>